I am Brandon, and we are uh, going over a couple of things today. We we have our question of the day, our forced memories, and what's the new uh, pew, coming pew, at pew. you today. Uh, well, always with me, we have uh, Taggart, the awesome uh, Taggart, and we uh, we'll just yeah we'll just uh, get right into it. Uh, so the QTD today question of the day is is what future tech are you most looking forward to and you know including that what it might be out but hasn't lived up to the proper expectations so a lot of stuff from movies or books or just your own ideas on what the future you know any of those drawings where like you know, hot air balloons would be carrying us around with our jetpacks and so on and so forth. Very tomorrow landy kind of stuff. Yes. I'm I'll I'll jump. I'll jump in. Um Go here's for it. the thing. Here's the thing. Everything that I really cared to actually happen these days has to do with transportation. That's okay. it. That's it, man. Mm-hmm. So the big thing that I want, and and I want, eh, it's got to be transporters, man. We got to have ourselves some transporters, like we teleport, gotta, like like the fly yeah. style. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, it can be in lots of different things. I've thought about this a bit. Okay. So mm-hmm. we could have, you could have personal transporters, right? Where you have it in your home and you take it, but you got to pay for that electricity. You got to pay for that yourself. And that's probably going to be expensive. Um, what I want is a couple of expensive. I want a couple of state funded, like toll road esque transporters. All right. Okay. Where you, you know, there might be a queue or something, or you, you can think of it as like a, a, a a toll road. It's like a little stubby toll road that just goes off. So this side this is somewhere. Public, public transportation through the ether. Right. This is yeah, and this is you drive your car. <laughs> okay. Drive your car. Okay. Oh, oh, you're you're taking your whole vehicle. Okay. Okay. You're driving your car. So that's what I mean. All it's right. like an actual toll road, a little stubby. It's not very long. You just turn off or whatever. And there's a little road, and it's like a toll gate, right, with different entry points. And there so, could be. So this is the phantom toll booth type style well yeah except we don't got one toll booth we got multiple entry points so you could say right, four, right, right. four or five lanes wide or whatever right you pull up mm-hmm. you have um you have maybe a pre-purchased thing or you you know uh or it's like a qr code or something there's a scanner you put your phone up it reads the QR code, which has your destination encoded or whatever, right? My, my, wait, wait. My favorite thing about this is is you're working out the logistics on how to charge people. <laughs> it's got to be the real. To the technology <laughs> to get you from point A to point B. You're like, hold up. If we got this technology, like we're putting that on the backboard, we need to capitalize. Like I need to be able to charge people. <laughs> I don't want well, everybody yeah. squirreling through. Well, that's the thing. Like we could go. We could go. <laughs> How does it work? Uh, it works after you give us five dollars. <laughs> you best have my money. Uh, well, that's the that's the thing, I guess. That's the thing with something like that. Like I said, you can have a personal transporter, but you're going to be fitting the bill, right. dude. And you know that's going to be expensive if the state is providing some of it in a toll road situation where, yeah, you've got to throw twenty bucks at it or whatever, but they're supplying some money. These right. things are, Subsidized. are important to think okay. about. Like, how, right. great, if the technology comes along, what are we going to do with it? No one's going to thought of it. Nah, I got a plan. Come to me. <laughs> Let's get it going. Right? <laughs> All right. So so you drive your car up. You have some kind of scanny thing with your phone, blah, blah, blah. It. So you don't have to type in. You don't have to be like, mm, this is my location. You just scan it, right, to mm-hmm. a sister booth somewhere else. And you drive through, and you come out the other side, and you're like, "We are in Hawaii, or or we were in Southeast Asia, <laughs> or you know, we went to Siberia for some reason." Like, um, there's a sister booth out there, <laughs> dude. You know those communists be making their money. So, 
Um, Are the commies still? No, <laughs> no. As soon as I said that, I thought, "Oh, you're still, you're still there, living in the nineties. There, there might be some people in Siberia that hasn't gotten the word that the, that the yeah, Soviet Union fell. Like, like still sitting out there, like I still give my food to the state. Yeah, <laughs> I never see any money back. Um, I mean. In that kind of environment, communism might work because everybody's got to work together to survive. <laughs> it is cold. It is my food. Um, caribou. <laughs> but then you, because that's the thing. Like, I don't mind tra- traveling 30 minutes to mm-hmm. get somewhere that would normally take you 16 hours in a plane. Right. I don't right. need I don't need the instant gratification of being able to walk into my den and being like boop, 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 boop. I'm there sucker like it you know um, I, I am perfectly fine with putting in some drive time but uh, but I still want to get there sooner and if I could bring my own vehicle where I don't mm-hmm. you know yeah it's gonna destroy the car rental um, industry it's true because you could bring your car anywhere you want to go. Well, there's no reason right. to rent a car uh, if you're just like my sedan made it to uh, to Niger, you know. Uh, Niger. That's right. <laughs> he went to Africa. He went to Africa. Okay. He, that's where he wanted to go. Um, mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's mine. Like, I cannot tell you, uh, as someone who travels a lot to play music and things like this. I love car rides the, as much as the next person, but sometimes you just want to get there and be there and just, I'll, again, mm-hmm. I'll drive three minutes an hour to wherever this booth is in my state is, you know, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know you want no, that. I, 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 I would I definitely know. say that's fair because, like, you think about it as, like, um, what a lot of – the, like like talking about the whole tomorrow land you know the world of tomorrow all this kind of different stuff tomorrow never dies um, yeah yeah exactly um, only die maybe twice. it only lives twice <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway the man uh, with the golden gun yeah the well well no no <laughs> i lost i think i lost the thread i lost the thread a little bit in, go, go, go in ahead. moonraker they get they get up there <laughs> super fast but uh but you think about it and and yeah all those like oh even if you go way 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 back to like the the 1800s you know when they were drawing their you know crazy stuff on you know what the future would be like and you know uh everything you see a lot of it as like people flying or jetpacks or yeah, want to get places uh, people, quick. you know, the, the, the ride, like the tube thing from Futurama and stuff like that, you know, like it's all about, it was a big thing, like transportation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you think of like hundreds of years, not well, like thousands and thousands of years. It's like the fastest you could go was a horse, right? Like, you know, and, horses can't run for a very long time so like uh then you got the the train and like the steam engine and people are moving at like 50 miles 60 miles an hour and they're just like oh man we are making good time creating time zones all that kind of stuff but now we we had the concord you know that's kind of the the peak of mass travel but it wasn't very mass it was like the rich, oh, like Sting. It was just expensive. Yeah. Sting, yeah. Sting was the only one freaking flying back and forth. Sting's and like, I, I live in England and in New York. I go to take yeah, the flight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's like less than most people commute to work. A lot of people commute to work and everything. Right. But, but yeah, transportation of human beings kind of capped out with the, the, the jet. Right. So I think you're totally right. I think when we I need think that next been, leap, man. I'm looking for that next step. Where's that we've next been, step? We've been Tra- promise- transport- transportation evolution. Where's that at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, whether it's Willy, you know, Willy Wonka doing it over the radio waves, or Jeff Goldblum, or you know, uh, 
a third example. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's there's a lot of exactly. there's a lot of you know potential out there for you know Nightcrawler, you know, phasing technology and everything. Right. So, yeah, I think I think that is something. You know, the information superhighway is just getting better. We're getting computing things smaller and smaller. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people didn't see that coming. Yeah, we're but, mapping people's brains. I think that's, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I'm just way off, but I think those things are connected. Once they figure out how to map someone's brain, it's just going to be like the next step to map the whole body. And if they could do it quickly, then they can just reproduce it elsewhere. Maybe they can well, transmit is- the whole thing. And we're like, boom, yeah. boom, boom, we live here now. <laughs> well, I mean, spoiler alert for for the prestige, right? Uh, oh you know, no! Is is yeah, yeah, exactly. I've, uh, somebody, I've uh, never watched that movie. If you if you invested your money in the Illusionist instead of the Prestige, <laughs> then uh, here's here's a spoiler alert. But the the whole thing with that is, are you creating a copy at the other end? Are you faxing yourself? Right. So then you have to kill your original. You know, are 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 we Ben right. Riley or are we Peter Parker kind of thing? Like, will we ever know? And does it matter? Because I mean, you think about it. Like, how much of you is I'm slapping my knee? Because uh, how I'm much just, of you is really you? These are, there's a lot of existential questions in this. Here's Go what ahead. I'm thinking though: if we can copy ourselves and move over, like. Uh, we don't got to kill people when they're old to make that soil and green. We got it. We just saved those extra bodies. And we got food for the nations, man. Everyone's a cannibal and we love it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. A, I mean, like, that's a big spoiler for soil and green if nobody's seen that. <laughs> There's like so many movies that, like, like, the culture of it. And I think. It's Charlton Heston mostly. Charlton Heston has like two of the biggest twists right. in in his age of cinema, and uh, you know, I mean, two. I mean, if you never read the Bible, then I guess three. If you count the Ten Commandments, but Charlton <laughs> Heston. Wait, what? <laughs> the, there were the ten of them coming after him. They were the Egyptians were coming after him, and then. Like you will, it'll blow your. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. But, um, but I mean, like, yeah, he's got two. He's got two of the biggest, you know, kind of mystery twist endings. Um, and that's the only thing that people know about those movies is the what Soylent Green is, and you know that it was Earth the whole time. Where those dang apes lived. <laughs> yeah. So it's... They did it. It's, they it's really fascinating. did it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of like uh, the whole Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like, the only thing people know about that story is the ending of the actual book. But right. anyway, uh, back to Future Tech. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. So uh, what do you got? What you do you know, got on your... League, t- of, it, on... League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> Um, yeah uh so i was thinking about it and um i we were were talking about it a little bit today even like food reduced to pill form right Uh like like jetson style you know or uh food replication that kind of thing like getting you know solving the world's hunger and everything by saying i did it man transporters soiling grain i'm sorry continue dude i'll tell you this though when you really think about it like the whole like like charlie and the chocolate factory like this guy (laughs) if he really existed he had he had it all figured out man he like flight uh he he had uh transfer you know uh what do we just call teleportation figured out he had this whole food all built into one thing like into the gum and everything like that like hat racks just had to be half of faces 
Eight, yes, that, yeah. <laughs> um, and he and he knew and he knew human nature too. I mean, he knew he really what he meant. He yeah, he yeah. knew he knew what he was going for. But anyway, um, snozberries taste like snozberries. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> but they did. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, like uh, food and like like basically like we hear all these like oh it's a superfood or oh it's this is like you know has antioxidants and this blah 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 like getting food science down to this is exactly what your body needs on the daily and we can make it taste like whatever you want it to taste like and um i think the people that are going to do this is if if like frito-lay with all of its crazy potato chips now and me like if they join forces with jelly belly like they like i mean if you can replicate dried snot <laughs> flavor into a candy you you could do whatever you want i'm just picturing like you know if, i'm just picturing you know you got like the all flavor chip what if you had the all yeah. the all necessary vitamin chip? <laughs> this is the bag exactly. of vitamin, I mean, bag of chips that uh, gave you all the necessary vitamins you needed, and you're like, no starchy I'm fats. Like everything. Yeah, yeah, like like all your amino acids for the day, all your exactly. this, all your that, and and everything, and it, and it like you know the only thing, and and also too, you could even build in chemicals in those pills. Maybe I should be writing this down and trying to patent this instead of just yeah, get on it out man. there. So, but but you could even build into those pills, not appetite suppressants like they um, like they try to, which is basically just fiber. All those appetite suppressant pills, it's not doing anything but filling your body, saying like, oh, here's fiber that's not going to actually counter your calorie intake, but it's going to fill your stomach up, so it's going to seem full because it's like, oh, I got to digest this for a couple hours. Jeez, hold on, <laughs> don't put anything else that in here because we're getting. <laughs> that's all appetite suppressants are. But if it has the chemical components, up. yeah, if it had the chemical components to slowly release those same. Uh, hormones into your system that your stomach sends to your brain anyway that says hold up you know we actually are satisfied then you're eating the exact right amount of calories for your activities of the day you're getting all the nutrients you know you can take an extra protein pill if you're going to be working out that day protein like you know like major tom knew it was up (laughs) like like you know we're, we're we're getting into space. We're able to take, you know, decades worth of food in like, you know, uh, uh, just a big shaker bottle, you know? So I don't know. Future pills or not future pills, uh, like daily supplement pills for, for everything I think is everything you need. Something and that kind of just got ab- abandoned. Yeah. Well, that's interesting just for like even like weight loss people who are like, I can't eat all that much, but I need all these things in my body. And it's like if we talk about in conjunction with our fasting, we were talking about last time, you take those Mm -hmm. pills and then purposely don't eat anything. You know, you're going to be hungry, but it's going to eat the stores in your body, but you're making sure you get everything you need as well. We'd be skinny bennies, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, why aren't you on this? Why are we talking right now? You should file this patent. Let's go. Let's go. Well, I mean, I'll take a percentage. I was here. It's fair. Apparently, you're you're the you're the money you're the money guy. You're like, hold on. This is how we sell the product after we've made them. <laughs> like, let's 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 you know sell the cart before the horse here, because that's not a mixed metaphor. But um. But yeah, so we need to figure out how to push um, these things, man. You know it. You know. Be the pill pushers. Hey, but for the good of society. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and we're Twitter, we're, we're you know, breaking kind of good. Oh, nailed it. Nice. All right. I like Next it. segment. I like it. Yeah, let's let's transition on here to forced memories. Where we delve into the subconscious of our friends and each other, and we discuss 
Silly things that happened to us in the past. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. All right. So the prompt today for a forced memory is worst school memories. Well, just, I mean, in in your very wording of that whole thing, I think prompts was one of the worst parts about school is you would get this you would get these standardized tests and you'd get some writing prompt that means nothing to you and you have to write this essay out of nowhere um that's a fair that's a fair statement and a decent (laughs) transition (laughs) those are terrible i mean i think uh one of the things that comes to mind was when i was in ap uh AP French. Yeah. Right. Um, and like we were, you know, seeing, oh, yeah, do you want to spend the extra money to take the AP test for college credit and blah, 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 blah. And the thing is, you got to make these choices at the beginning of the semester, which is terrible because it's like, hey, you know, you kind of like this class. Maybe you signed up for it. Do you want to spend all year studying for this test? Uh, because you're going to have to decide right now. <laughs> So, um, you have to make this choice and you do, and you pay or your parents pay the money or whatever. Um, but we had a Spanish teacher. This is why I decided not to take the AP French test. I'm listening. Because we had a Spanish, Spanish teacher. Wait, you're talking instructor. about the French? Well, no, like, okay. I was in French. I'm following. One of my, one of, but my, one of my friends was in the Spanish class. Oh, and I'm not following. Continue. There, and, and the teacher the teacher was from Colombia, okay, and she failed the AP Spanish test. Like she took like a practice exam or like you know like a something else, and she failed it. And they're like, "How could you fail it? Like that the is your first language." And she's like, "Well, she failed like the the listening portion." And it's like, "How could you fail that?" And stuff. So she's like, "The story or whatever that they were talking about was so boring." Like I just stopped paying attention. And so when the questions came up, I had no idea what was going on because I was like, I couldn't tell you anything that you said because this is so dull. And I'm like, if that's the kind of thing, you know, and I, and I'm sure it's more of like the language was super simple. So it's not like, you know, like some compelling narrative that, you know, right. has all this colorful. It's like when, we go to the store we get apples how many apples do you have pedro (laughs) you know like it's very like just like oh so she was so bored that she and so i was like i'm not taking this test no no way (laughs) i'm like i wasn't that good at french at the time already i wasn't overly excited about it um and then I was like, no, not going to take the AP test. Yeah. So, yeah. But that was definitely not my worst memory. So that was just something you triggered when you said prompts. Prompts. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Wait, what's your worst worst memory? My worst? Uh, I don't – I couldn't think of something that was like my worst memory. I've had some – bad memories but they all had to do with like okay let's get into some uh some uh, dis- disciplinary and disciplinary in actions discipline disciplinary actions so so anyways i was a good child <laughs> <laughs> Let me preface it with that. I was a good kid, like uh, whatever. So, anyways, so uh, there's a couple of stories I could tell. First story: middle school. All right, this was the only time I ever got Saturday school, and I was very unhappy about it. Um, oh, do you know? I don't think I ever got Saturday school, but I do not know this story. No. Do you know the story? So, so you know my, you know, uh, mutual friend. Dan, Dan, uh, new Taekwondo. (laughs) 
he was very good at Taekwondo. He was very fast, very quick man. I would yes. suspect he is mm-hmm. still such. Anyways, we're <laughs> we're in the hallway and he's been practicing his stuff. So he's got, you know, his waxing on and off really quick and whatever. So he so we asked <laughs> I'm serious. So he like he's like try me, like try to punch me. I'll block you. So I like try to punch him, and he's like blocking me, and he's real quick. And I'm like, whoa, dude, cool. Teacher saw us. Totally thought we were actually having a fight, and we were like, no, we're friends. And we tried to explain it to mm-hmm. at least two adults that were like taking us to the principal's office, and they're like, nah, we we saw you. You were fighting. We're like, we're buddies. Like he's showing me his moves. Like I'm not gonna hit the guy in the face. They're like, nah. <laughs> so we went to the principal's office and we still were like, no, we're friends. Like this is like, don't try to get out of it because you guys got caught fighting. And we're like, we're not, we're, we weren't like, are you serious? This was, this is, if I have any kind of conflicts of people not listening to me, not believing me when I say things started here, I'm just realizing now. <laughs> this is the origin. This is the origin story. <laughs> So, how dare you? How dare you doubt my we have, all my integrity into question? Yeah. And so, and we're middle school kids. We're like seventh grade. We don't know how to deal with this and be like, "No, you're stupid." Like we really didn't get in a fight. We are not gonna take this, you know. So we're because well, that's also too is when when you're that age, like you're also panicking. Oh, you know, yeah. you're like, so it's not like you're thinking the most rationally. Where you're like, okay. Let's break this down. Why, like, it's like, ask anybody if there's ever been a confrontation between the two of us. Ask anybody this, blah, blah, blah. You know, there, you can't, like, break it down for an adult. You're just like, no, 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 no. Like, you that's your best you argument. No, it's like, you don't we're, understand. We're, yeah. we're, we're friends. We're friends. <laughs> so, so we're in the principal's office, and the principal makes us call our parents. And we're like, we're in the principal's office, and he's giving us Saturday school. And we're like, what's going on? And we all we could do is blubber and cry on the phone and be like, we. I, uh, he said, and I, I'll explain it when I get home. Like, there's there's no way that, uh, you know. Uh, so I went home and I basically I was like, mom and dad, my teachers are dumb. This is what's happened, and they're like, okay. <laughs> They're like, go serve your... But they did they just like call the principal or they're anything. Like, go they're just like, all right. They're just like, okay. You know? Um, well, I mean, it's probably not the smartest thing to do anyways, is to pantomime a fight in, in the hallways. Right. Fair parents point to you. But uh, we... But she was like... They, but my mom was basically like, you're in the situation. Might as well just see it through. There's no real reason to 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 cause... a cuff or call you know a a big thing or call him out and and be like these boys are good boys or whatever i don't even know i'm sure she talked to him but she was just like just do it so we went to saturday school and because we were already hanging out that day our parents arranged (laughs) our parents arranged it for us to go to dan's house afterwards and we spent the whole day together hanging out having a good time and uh it wasn't really that bad because we just like hung out it was actually turned out to be a good day, but I, but uh, yeah, that was that was dumb. I don't like that. <laughs> See, and that's and that's the best thing. I mean, like whether that's on your so-called permanent record or whatever, like that's how it was back in the day. It wasn't this whole like parents stand up and like defend your kids, you know, like and get all mad at the teachers. It's like. Well, you messed up now, didn't you? You're like, I didn't do anything wrong. It's like, well, obviously you did something wrong. Yeah. Whether it was what they think, but it was, you know, it's like, you need to learn a lesson from this anyway. You know, it's not like, how dare you treat my child like this? How dare, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's it's just like, well, uh, it was just like, Saturday school, it's kid. just, you know. it's one Saturday. You'll be fine. Like, yeah, you, you know, you're going to do more than you would have that day anyways like what's the big deal just go and do it so anyways that's that's see like i don't know i didn't think i had it too too rough in school i guess if that's one of the worst things that i can think of but but uh yeah 
Yeah, I think um, one of the worst was when I when I went to the principal's office when I was in elementary school. Ooh. Uh, I went there for a, I went there a couple of times, and one time we got in trouble. Me and my friend Tony, or as we call them, a Big Mac, because there was like three of us. There was like uh, my my friend Tony who was tall. There was me who was you know whatever average and then our buddy shane who was short and so it was like uh big mac small fry and a medium coke is what i was which you know obviously in the in the 90s was the as cool as you could get you know (laughs) mcdonald's style but (laughs) um so anyway um my friend tony and i we we were we would be on the swings and as we're, you know, going back and forth, we would try to spit on each other, right? You know, why not? <laughs> you know, Sounds like fun. And, uh, yeah, exactly. So this was, I want to say, third grade. So, you know, you're all of, you know, nine, eight, nine years old, and you're just spitting on each other on the playground. And um, then this kid, Patrick, wants to play with, you know, play with us and stuff like that. Of course he so does. What do Tony and I do? We sit him in the middle swing between the two of us. So it's just the two of us just spitting on him. Oh, he's just getting all the friendly fires. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even like he wanted to play. So we're like, we're spitting on each other. So if you want to play, you have to be in the middle. So he, he was in the middle and we're spitting on him and everything. And he's spitting back. You know, it's not like he's, you know, but he's got two. He agreed you know, he, to this. He, he agreed. He's got a war. On, right. Yeah, he's got a war on two fronts. You know, he's but he, Kamchatka, like, and they're yeah. attacking from Japan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, um, well, I just remember, like, I spit this. I mean, to me now, it's still huge in my mind. But this giant loogie, oh. right on his, on the back of his shoulder. And he was wearing this black T-shirt. So we go back in, and like the um, the recess teacher uh-huh. uh, sees him, and she sees this big old loogie, and then all this other spit all over his shirt. And she's just like, "What is this?" And it's just like, and it's like, "Oh, well, and I don't know exactly what he said at that point." But we got in trouble for spitting on him. And I'm like, wait, hold up. This was a game, and he completely volunteered for this. Like, he was spitting on us, too. And it's like, well, you guys – and, like, he didn't get in any trouble because he seemed like the victim. Right. But Tony and I got in trouble for spitting on him, and we're like – the rules of engagement were clearly explained <laughs> prior to him taking that seat. Like, That's just like Patrick. And again, yeah. And I, I mean, I remember very distinctly like talking to like the principal and stuff and being like, and I don't know what it is. I was a very sassy little kid. And, like, <laughs> I, knew, I knew what I knew and I knew why I knew it. So I was like, he knew what was going to happen. He agreed to it and he wanted to play with us still. So we shouldn't be in trouble. And they're like, you shouldn't be spitting on each other. I'm like, that's not here nor there. <laughs> if all of us are going to get in trouble, then all of us should get in trouble. Like, we did not attack him. Right. Like, it was a little unfair, I would have, I would admit now. But at the same time, you know, if, if you want to, you know, if you want to get in the game, you know, you're, you're late to the party. You're going to get the last piece of pizza. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. just... You're going to get the, the worst seat. So that was, you know, that was our whole thing is just uh, I got in trouble because some somebody saw the victim somewhere else. And I was just like, no, he knew what he, he knew what he was getting into. And it's just like those adults, man. I know they just want to teach you a lesson. You shouldn't spit on each other. Ugh, well, you know, we could be doing a lot worse than that, but we're we're just playing around, you know, right. <laughs> like we were learning of anything. I mean, it was a lesson in physics, 
you know, because you got to time that spit, you know, at the at the right pendulum swing, you know, you're it's two objects in motion with like wind, wind it, resistance you know, and nailing yeah, that loogie on his shoulder was like a triumph of my brain's development <laughs> like, for my fine motor skills. Yeah, success! <laughs> you're, like, you're like, you know, so if anything, oh, that's funny. You know, we should be commended for for coming up with. Hey, yeah. I think we make ideas. We make we make an in memoriam right now of uh, of the Luka game, you know, the spinning game, uh, whatever it might yeah. be called. Um, yeah, the spit and swing. I don't know. The, ooh, but but yeah. So that was definitely. Um, I don't know. Anytime you get in trouble when you shouldn't get in trouble sucks. It does, for sure. It's definitely. For sure. And yeah. when you guys could have been creating the next Olympic sport, you got to squash it like that. Yeah, that's rough, man. Yeah. Then we, then we weren't allowed to spit. And then, you know, it ruins it for everybody because then you're not part. allowed to spit on the swings. Uh-huh. Pretty soon, you know, you're not allowed to be the king of the tetherball because everybody's got to get a turn and – Stuff like that, and it's just like, oh, you can only win five times, and there are three times. I got outside first. I got this four square first. You can't come in here if I haven't lost and kick me out of the king square. That's not how this game works. We got here. I ate my snack pack so fast, my stomach hurts, so I could be here now. Not even joking. Literally to this day, if I eat too fast, I get terrible hiccups. That like, my is my diaphragm punching my heart. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Like, and it all stems from yeah. Like I'll get these hiccups, and I'm like, oh god, it's so bad. And it all stems from when I was in elementary school chowing down chicken nuggets to get to the tetherball court. Yeah, man. Because the first person to the tetherball court, the first person to the four square court. Got to make the rules and yeah. got to serve. You played it, son. And that's yeah. Ugh. We played a pound down those. We nuggets. played a gentleman's game of foursquare, all underhand. None of these whooply do pick up and slam businesses. Cherry bombs. Yeah, if you didn't have bobbling. skill, son, you're going down quick. Because we practiced that stuff. Mm-hmm. We were good. All underhand. Mm-hmm. None of this slamming, jamming. You got to be quick. Mm-hmm. You got to get a gotta spin get a, on that thing. Get a low, a low, forceful shot. Beeline it. Barely hit in the square. Quick. Because you can't do this mm-hmm. whole big over thing with the underhand, man. It's last start. Last start. Mm-hmm. Anyways. It is. Meh. There you go. Meh. Um, there were some. All right. There were some good things oh, in, mixed in there with the, with those bad memories, but mostly mostly terrible. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I appreciate you sharing. This has been triggered memories. I said forced memories oh, before. Triggered I, memories. I said forced memories first. <laughs> triggered, triggered memories. memories. Right. We're going to get this down. Right. We're going to get this down. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the new? Do you, I'll, I'll go first on this one. So, uh, what's the new this week? Uh, for me, well, first, for those uh, who don't know I, what this is, this is when we oh, bring right. something that's new in our world this week, and we when we discuss it as if it's a new, like newsworthy, but we're not talking about multiple things, so it's not news; it's just new. So, continue. Singular. Yeah. Right. Um, so I heard this on um, this mentioned on my one of the podcasts I listened to. Uh, the Weekly Planet, uh, the magician slash uh, puzzle creator David Kwong. Uh, he was a uh-huh. consultant on a number of. He's a magic consultant on several popular movies like uh, Mission Impossible and uh, Blindside, and I believe he did uh, some work on. Uh, now you see me and different stuff like that. So he, he's a very good illusionist and one of his, uh, what cool, the coolest accolades I think he has is he writes crossword puzzles for 
the New York Times. Oh, okay. And well, first, uh, first, real quick, uh, what what kind of magic is in the Blind Side? It's been a second since I saw that movie, but that's a football movie, right? Uh, yep. <laughs> All right, continue. Uh, I mean, protecting your blind side. I mean, that's illusions, right? <laughs> you're, you're re- you're, oh, how, uh... you read your. That guy looks so big. Yeah. <laughs> Compared okay. to Sandy Bullock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're like, okay, you're going to have to force some perspective here. Okay, let me, let me show you how to do this. Like, yeah, Sandy, you're going to want to put your hand like. It's going to look like you're touching his back, but you're actually going to be <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, fair, fair, fair. Uh, so he, so you don't know. Yeah. Okay. So he's a, he, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen the full. You've never seen. Oh, for full. real. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, and it's, and I, I, I'm reading his accolade wrong. It is NBC's blind spot. So okay. way off. Yeah, that's my yeah. <laughs> so scratch scratch all of that. Rewind. Yeah. Anyway, so he, yeah. So so he writes uh crossword puzzles for the New York Times okay. and he did a TED talk on puzzles and illusions and stuff, Ooh. which is kind of funny because it kind of just turns into a, a little mentalist magic act thing, like within the TED talk itself. Okay. Um but uh it's 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 kind of interesting when you break it down but he he basically um talks about how we're all puzzle solvers right like human beings as a whole are hotwired to hardwired hot and hard not really <laughs> wired <laughs> to solve to solve puzzles and pattern recognition interesting and they even did a, a test with newborn babies of like, you know, a day old where they would show them a repeating sequence of just like a circle, then a cross, then a circle, then a cross, then a circle, then a cross, and then throw like a square in there. And the baby would like, you know, tracking its eye movements or its reaction would kind of like would would show that it it noticed the pattern like the interruption the in the pattern changed. interesting so it's like so it's kind of like you know if you were thinking like maybe like kind of nodding your head to a beat just like doom 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 you're like ah uh, <laughs> like that little stutter um can be recognized even in you know a baby that's only like a month old or a day old so um so yeah we're constantly looking for patterns and and everything like that, and trying to solve, uh, you know, the mysteries of the universe, or just patterns in people that we see around us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're you're constantly observing, you know, those around you, and you know whether it's something as simple as, oh, well, I need to leave five minutes earlier so I don't hit the traffic that usually happens, you know this time of day or I'll take this route because I like to make this right turn as opposed to make this left turn, you know, like later on or whatever kind of a thing. Like that makes sense. um, Yeah. That, uh, that we're constantly just solving puzzles and really all he does is he takes um, like the, the name of his Ted talk or the beginning of his Ted talk. He talks about how it's just like, you know, a puzzle is really just, you know, creating order out of chaos. And something I didn't know is that the crossword puzzle is actually an American invention. The, really? And, yeah, like... Um, you get down on crosswords? Oh, dude, I love crossword puzzles, man. For whatever reason, it's just good vocabulary tests, good kind of just... Reasoning the things guru, out. The word guru. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, I love just like definitions on stuff. Like, ooh, maybe that's what we should do one day. Um, that would actually be a lot of fun is I'll just bring my unabridged dictionary and just read through the definition <laughs> of not like that's the thing. Everybody looks at like 
crazy words for definitions, right? They right. want to know what ophiloskeptis means and they want to know what all these kind of things is. One of the things that I found most interesting in more or less just reading straight out of the dictionary is definitions for words that you use literally hundreds of times a day. Right. But we're, we're, there's so many variants. Where it's someone like would ask you, word. like, how, how would you explain what this word means to someone? You're just like, I can only explain it by using the word. <laughs> right? You know? Right. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and just the amount of research that has to go into it. Because, yeah, you, like, you can go through – you know, a bunch of different books and find all these crazy words and, oh, this word got added to the dictionary. Oh, now tweet is, you know, this or, you know, any any of these like new confangled words that people are making up. And that's totally fine. You know, every word got, has, has to start somewhere, right? Right. But um, I remember specifically, um, just to kind of give you an example, the word it in the Merriam-Webster unabridged dictionary has like a page and a half worth of definitions like it it because you think about it and you know it it's for so pretty much things. what it is Pronoun. one of it i want to say it's in the 30s i want to say definition like 37 or so it says um something to the effect of um a specific individual in a childhood game with characteristics relating to just that individual or something like that. Uh And it's like, yeah, it's describing being it. Like whether it's a tag or not you, but whether it's the game of tag or anything, you know, it's like, he's it, she's it, you're it, you know, like that has a definition in the dictionary. Like you can find that. And it's something that probably not a lot of people look up because they know, they think they know what that word means, right. but there's a lot of stuff that somebody went through and they went, um, okay, where are we at? All right. We got 36. Oh, oh, what about that child? Like the, the thing, like you're in, like, you know, when you play tag, what about that? It's like, oh yeah, I guess. Okay. 37. All right. What else we got? You know, like it's crazy. So, uh, just puzzles, crosswords, just, and yeah, just David Kwong, man, he just, he's, he's doing it up. Like, can't be easy doing the New York Times, man. You got to get some, some good, some good stuff in there. And there's a lot of times where you're like, yeah, you you see your NBC's blind spot. You're like, oh, who was the all-time greatest running back and you're like I don't care how many letters it is I would not come up with that at all I'm gonna have, to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I, I, th- this row is completely dead I gotta go I gotta go up and down I gotta go down now <laughs> like like I got nothing for this like I yeah so yeah it's it's an interesting thing that's like yeah it's not like you know you're if you if you could make a a test like a a school test like a right. you know out not, not not an algebra test that's a terrible example but like a, a history exam where it's like you know a crossword i think that would be fascinating because you know it's like you know who you know warned the british are coming and you're like i don't know and so then you have to go okay well now i gotta go down and i got a couple of these answers so you know it's like maybe it'll give me at least the first letter so i can kind of guess reeves it was reeves right like no oh my gosh anyway so (laughs) (laughs) it's always reeves man he's always into stuff reeves Mm-hmm. Keanu said the pressure coming. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what, uh, what's your new? Oh, trying to rack my brain over here of what in the world I learned this, this week. And I'm sure there were some things. Um, so the, uh, I'll try not to do this too much. But 
I deal with music too much these days. Not too much, but a lot. And so a lot of the things that I learn from week to week have things to do with music. Mm-hmm. So I'll try not to make it so hoity-toity that people don't know what the jazz I'm talking about. But uh, Oh, ba bum You got that? Oh. <laughs> Being about a bootloser. Um, so... Um, so you are familiar with the album Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys? Yes. Yes. Is it Pet Sounds or Pet Shop? Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds. Pet Sounds. The, oh, the, the yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so, and you're, I'm sure, familiar with a little song called Good Vibrations. Uh, I was listening to uh, the Marky Mark Good Vibrations earlier today. Different song. Different song. <laughs> yes. You got that. Good, good, good. You got it. Good vibrations. You got it. You got it. Oh, I went back. I went back. <laughs> so uh, so a lot of people talk about. Giving me expectations. You got it. Anyway. So a lot of people talk about how that's such a great album. Uh, it's their mm-hmm. answer to uh, the Beatles' uh, Magic Mystery Tour, or maybe the other way around. I forget. But anyways, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's what I said the first time. Anyway, so it's pretty mm-hmm. experimental. and things like that, But everyone has heard Good Vibrations is about a billion times, and I don't think people quite realize like how crazy of a song that is. Like the lyrics or the music? No, the music. Uh huh. The music. So take pop music. Well, take pop music in general mm-hmm. now. So I mean, that's popular music in the day. It's surf, uh, you know, quote unquote surf music. It's it's a, uh, you know, it, you know, God only knows when. I mean, it's bubblegum pop, basically, right? Mm-hmm. You think about that these days, like it's going to be in one key. It's going to have a, an idea that goes through the whole song or whatever. But it's going to be for more or less in one key with chords in that key. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe a few things here or there that might be a little, little spicy. But for the most part, you don't see things outside of that, really. There's exceptions. I could name exceptions. But, but really not usually. Right? Right. You know, jump back to the 90s. Think about Eagle Eyes Cherry. Save tonight. Fight the break of dawn. It's a chord force. It's a four chord song in one key. And the chords go over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again. It's the same thing over and over again. Right? And that's, and it's not a bad song by any means. It was played to death in the late 90s. But, uh, but man, it was his only hit, so I say, play it on, play on, Eagle Eye Jerry. Anyways, uh, so Good Vibrations has five different keys during the course of that song. Mm-hmm. Five. five. Okay. Five different key chains in, in the chorus itself, in the chorus Every chorus has changes keys twice. So there's three keys in every chorus. Like what? Three keys. I'm trying to think of the how the like the full chorus. Keep going though. Yeah. Well, well that's what it is. Good, 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 good vibrations. But then they go up. So they go up like a full a full whole step of a key. Mm-hmm. Between like each each good 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 vibration, so the singing is here. Good 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 vibration. It goes up and it changes the chords that they're playing underneath that, um, and, and that's just in the chorus. Uh, the the beginning key is minor, mm-hmm. and they go to three major keys in the chorus, and they go back to one of those major keys in the bridge and then 
transition to a different major key in the bridge that they haven't used yet. <laughs> and then they go back to the chorus. And this time, the very last chorus, rather than... So, so okay, let me take you back. So in the first two choruses, they go from the key of F to the key of G to the key of A. Mm -hmm. All right, so they do that twice. First chorus, second chorus. Last chorus is reversed. Key of A, key of G, key of F. So they change up the, and then, the chorus even of it, in it of itself. Even of itself. So it's not of, the same so every time. Just given the same chorus three times, even with the the changes in that, they go back and change the third version of the same chorus. The okay. Right. They do it backwards and they make they do descending keys rather than ascending, going up rather than down. So that in itself is crazy. And then if you ever listen to that song, there's like it doesn't really have an ending. They Oh do, yeah, it just peters out, yeah. Well they do these kind of weird like uh la 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 things at the end. Uh which you think, oh well that'll lead into something. And then they just like play one chord and it kind of like <laughs> fades out. Right. I'm like, well that's kind of weird. Anyways. It's just it's kind of, it's a strange song, and then of course it's the f famous use of the theremin in mm -hmm. actual non-kitsch music, if you will, um, as an actual instrument versus a uh, sound effect, uh, which had been used as before, basically up to that point. Mm -hmm. So and yeah, for those it's that, an interest for those that don't know the theremin. Is that yeah. is that scary yeah. movie sound thing? Exactly, you it got it. It's a strange instrument. It loses like electromagnetic field, and you there's like a rod that sticks straight up, and it depends on where you stick your hand next to the rod. You don't actually touch it; you just go mm -hmm. next to it, and depending on if you go up or down, it changes the pitch. If, it's if, very weird. If if, if anybody strange. didn't catch it when I was making those sounds, I was actually moving my hand like in front of me, as exactly. Of course you were coming up and down, playing uh, invisible and like you're playing the theremin, theremin, or if you were mm -hmm. for your being Christina Aguilera, <laughs> nailed it. No, that's cool. So, anyways, I hope that wasn't too technical for anybody. If people could follow that, if they understand music at all, but uh, if you don't understand what keys are in music, then you probably didn't understand that at all. And I apologize. Well, well I mean, this is this is a time when um, your songs weren't really your own, like the the Beatles and the Beach Boys and stuff. They kind of changed a little bit of that where. You know, you played your own song. You wrote your own songs. You wrote your own right. songs. Instead of, you know, a band making it to a, a number one, they get their number one, and then they just kind of go through a couple of classics and they all kind of trade around the same, you know, versions or just, they just do their only versions of different songs. You know, it's like, you know, everybody is doing a Christmas album, but it's all, the same popular songs you know like right um, right if you look back yeah. the decade before in the 50s frank and all the crooners that's all they were that's what they did right they did the old standards and some new songs would come around and one guy would do them and then another guy would do the same song and mm -hmm. you know it's just like who's who's is better Michael we'll Blue see. just comes and does it all over again and then blue blaze says they haven't done this in years i'll yeah. capitalize yeah and then he was like quando 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 um, but yeah, I mean, you got yeah, all the all of them singing the same songs with just a slight twist. These are their own their own writings and everything. I'm um, looking on the Wikipedia here, and it says uh, Brian uh, of the Beach Boys clarified that the song was written under the influence of marijuana, not LSD. Uh, of course. So the good vibrations there, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. Yeah, nice. it's like this. This this was a time when you know it's like, oh well, we're gonna make our our own stamp on it, and you know, I'm not gonna just yeah. do these wrote these wrote tracks that. Uh, oh, that and even everybody's done already. 
And even that, the Beatles had got to the point where they were just doing some really avant-garde kind of stuff and selling records for it. And so a lot of other people said, well, we could, like, if they're allowed to be creative, we could do it too. And, you know, Beach Boys were one of them that just kind of went, we, we want to do something that's crazy and out there and, and a little experimental. And, and, you know, obviously that album sold a lot for them. So, but uh, it's an interesting time in music now well, that where, you know, at least as radio is concerned, you know, they don't really want that, which is too bad. I think mm-hmm. it could be interesting if we had some uh, cool things on the radio now. Um, uh, it's really interesting, too, just a, uh, an end cap on this maybe a little bit, that a lot of people – Obviously, we have our own definition of what pop music is now, right? Pop, it's pop, that pop bu- music. Bubblegum pop music, right? Pop up video music. Um, but it's but uh, but it's interesting that back in the day, back in the sixties, even the seventies, pop music was just whatever was popular. That's what it meant. It meant mm-hmm. oh, this is a popular country song. This is a popular jazz song. This is a popular R&B song. This is a popular whatever. And uh, and so they had pop stations that just played whatever was popular. So you could get a mix of everything, mm-hmm. uh, of, of all genres, whatever was high on the charts. Uh, With Casey Kasem. In those particular genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And, and, and that's what, what would play Wolfman Jack. Yeah. And that's what they would play. And so everyone got a little bit of taste of all different kinds of music if they listened to the pop station. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm kind of sad that that's not a thing now. That you you have to I, – I can only listen to stations that play only country or only rock or only oldies, which are now, uh, you know, 70s, 80s, and I don't know, maybe even 90s now. Um, well, yeah. do I that mean, soon to us. But – it would kind of be interesting too, because like people, people now identify so much or I wouldn't say now as much, but definitely when those radio stations kind of started segregating themselves and being like, you know, we're the rock station of, you know, Milwaukee or, you know, we're the, you know, country, right. you, you're one and only country station and all these kind of things like, and they had their, their branding. Well then like, you know, whatever you decided to listen to, that was like, you know, your, your thing as well. Yeah. And so like, you know, it wasn't like you, know, you, yeah, there was just, there wasn't a market for that for whatever reason to be like, Oh well, I want to listen to whatever is the most popular song across you know the the ten most popular songs across the board. Like you remember? Oh my gosh! Okay, you remember when we went um, and you were DJing that dance, and those girls came up to you, or those girls and that guy or whatever came up, and they're like, "Can you play this song? It's the number one dance song in India." And we're like, you're like, uh, okay. And you played it for about 45 seconds and they were like the only ones dancing and then just had to change it. Right. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do not remember, you don't remember that. Yeah. It was just like in the gym and everything. And they're I just don't like, remember that. and they were just like these two weird chicks and this guy and like, yeah, it's the number one dance song in India. And it's like, I mean, what you should have, what we should have said at that point was like, okay, this is on you. You need to teach these people how to dance to this, right? Because I mean, right. I'll put on the electric slide, and everybody knows what to do. <laughs> you know, I'll put on the hokey pokey, and everybody knows what to do. I'm gonna put on this song, and people are gonna not know anything. So if you say, hey, everybody, this is how you dance to this, and you have some. You know, it didn't even sound like Bollywood stuff, which I think people would be into now. But like, if you're like, okay, everybody, this is how it goes, and you do your little, you know, like <laughs> head bobs right. and, and everything like that, people would probably be like, okay, okay, I can see what's going on here. Like, I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. But like, you just throw, we just threw it at them and just being like, okay, here's this song. And they danced, and it, it was kind of like, uh, 
yeah, a billion people literally think this is the best song, but we're going to change <laughs> But <laughs> But it's demographics, man. It's mm-hmm. you got to play to your audience and uh, – and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's you know. But yeah, you should start that station, man. Just top. It's top a thing now. It's just called. It's just called whatever your streaming services that you that you use. Well, yeah, the even, playlist that you create. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's too bad. It's all mixtapes and playlists these days. That's what I call mostly playlists. Now that's what I call music. Or not your mom these days. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now that that's that's what I call music. Eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that is the cast for today. Uh, boom! Boom! For boom! Us, everybody, uh, we will. Uh, yeah, ask your friends the question of the day. Uh, Share your memories with each other or with us. And, uh, yeah, we will hit you up next week. Yeah. Do we have a place for people to send stuff if they want to hit us up with the question of the day or the answers or whatever? Uh, you can send it to tagnbrando at gmail.com. T-A-G-G-N-B-R-A-N-D-O at gmail.com. So, uh, yeah. Boom. Boom, boom. So, and uh, check out our blog. At, that hasn't been updated in 10 years. So. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye.